So you come crawling back, you cheap sack of shit. Did you ever watch the Twilight Zone? Remember the Twilight Zone with Burgess Meredith? Remember, he, he, he loved to read, and there was a nuclear war, and he had no friends anyway, and he was down on the glasses. Mannequins that got two weeks off and turned into humans, and they were allowed to go out and shop for two weeks on their own. And then this one came back, and it was over two weeks. And the other mannequins went come over here for a minute and turned into plastic. Welcome everybody to really Zoning Out. I'm Christopher Feinstein, not John Sachs, Frank Bonacci. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. And not Judd. Nah, we still are on here this. today. We are here today to discuss season two, episode twelve of the Twilight Zone. An episode air date. Of January 6th, 1961, Dust. A sympathetic sheriff and a callous con man are among the many who gather in a desert town on a hot day to see a man hanged for killing a child while drunk. Written by Rod Serling, directed by Douglas Hayes, starring Thomas Gomez, John Larch, and Vladimir Sklokolov. Um, I thought this was a duty one. I might go out and say this is my least favorite episode of the entire series so far. Yeah, me, me too. Did I couldn't even pay attention to literally anything. I was so impossibly bored by what was happening on the screen. I didn't care about anything. I cared less about anyone in this episode than in any episode of any television show I previously watched. Uh, there's that, and the the episode seems to be uh, pro drunk driving. Uh, yeah, like the guy killed the kid, right? He could definitely kill. Like that was another thing. I was like, did he kill the kid? Yeah, he killed the kid, right? Right. So he got drunk will... and killed somebody. Cut and dry. Sorry. So what, what? There's no. So I was waiting for like the hook. I was gonna say, oh, he didn't do anything. Right. But oh no, no he was sorry about it now that he's sober. Okay. Look, I I think we're just gonna have to quickly go through the episode to like so people understand like where I'm coming from. It's just like and where you're coming from because this really bugged me. I, I was genuinely bought. Like I don't usually get annoyed with the show. It's like I understand it's a product of his time, but it's like this episode. I am philosophically against what you're saying in this episode. I'm sorry. Like and I think. Sterling's a smart man, a very compassionate person, but his compassion is incredibly misguided here. I'm sorry. Like I, I and again, this comes from a personal thing. Well, let me get into it. So it's the old West. There's a guy in a jail cell. We're first shown in this old West town, a peddler named Sykes comes by who's screaming what I, I can't be sure about. I'm almost certain this is what he wasn't saying, but it sounds like he's screaming at the top of his lungs. Penis size. Penis Sykes. Penis Sykes. So he's screaming about dicks in the street. <laughs> The man after my own heart. He goes up to this guy, Luis, who's in the jail cell. And this is a very special day, isn't it? Now, let's see. What is this special day, eh? Ah, now I remember. It has just this moment come back to me. Today, you're going to get hanged. <laughs> just really breaking his balls. These two episodes are very interesting, and they're both about something, and we just can't. I don't know. I, I, and this could be, to, this is totally subjective to, like, how we feel about this subject. It's just like he's you're supposed to hate the, this guy, even though he is a dick. He's totally a dick. And if I was the sheriff, I would have like, like gave him a couple raps with the. Butt yeah, of my right. Whip. That's, that's yeah, a stop, pistol whip waiting to happen. Yeah. Just don't mouth off to me. You ought to take a drink of this, Sheriff. It's a good tonic. Just the thing to set you up fine for a hanging makes you strong and firm. Here, feel this. I don't touch dog meat, Sykes. You talk big behind a badge, Koch. Uh, the rest of your teeth are going if that's the yeah, case. Don't fucking come in, come in my fucking Don't, don't mouth spot. off in the jail, because seriously, it's, it's, it's tired. I'm hot. There's bugs it's everywhere. Right. There's bu- it stinks, probably. There's no law. 
Everybody You're talking stinks. to me about fucking. You want to talk to me about Cox? What was he talking about? Penis size. Penis size. You find out this guy's being hanged tomorrow. Now, the sheriff feels sympathy for him. He was riding his carriage or wagon or whatever the hell they had then. They had nothing then. Again, the sheriff to that guy, like, listen, stop mouthing off in here. I don't have an iPad. My horsepower is one. Right. You got to <laughs> for my vehicle. You leave me alone. You got to leave me alone. <laughs> it's very tough out right now. And I have a gun. <laughs> it's like you need to get away from me. Right. I could sh- I'll shoot you and there'll be no one be looking. Yeah. What is, where are you going to go? I'm the law here. So you got to get away from me. <laughs> Like so you understand for your own well-being, you have to go away from me. You know, I don't I, care where you go, but away from me is is would be the best. Little boys like and I, I definitely fell into that. You always dream about being in the Wild West and then you think about it. It's like that sucks on so many levels. Yeah, I Just can't the stink. I couldn't get the over the stink. stink. On stinks. They don't have indoor plumbing. They right. just you just go into I can't. a stinky I need sometimes shed. I got to take a bath after a, a BM. I can't. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I can't fucking be out in the wild all day. Stink bad. Like I can't wipe enough. And it's it's a start. I'll say this. It's funny. And I know you know what this feels like, because as soon as you got to scrub and scrub. And even the minute you get out of that shower, it starts cooking again. Yeah, <laughs> that stink. And it's imagine that where you don't even have running water. You're just putting stuff in a fucking you're just putting cold, like room temperature water, not cold. You don't get cold water. That's a fucking, a fucking luxury. You're in a creek. Fucking Doc Brown cannibalize a lot of fucking things to just make two cubes of ice. Ice tea. No, thanks. It's not fun. I don't. I Westworld it's, is it's like really, the best of both worlds. Yeah. It's amazing yeah. that our civilization has gotten this far because I don't know how anyone laid down with each other. How did you go near anybody? I'm going to be proud of America for a second because we are all spread out on this huge landmass and somehow we pulled it together. I mean, uh, and, you know, next year's 2024 and it's the election and we're going to try our very best to pull ourselves apart again. <laughs> but it's it's kind of amazing that, yeah, how we somehow organize. Just go out, grab a piece of land. And if you survive, it's yours. <laughs> how did you get over the stink is what I got to know. Stink. I can't get over the stink. The Peshkut, everybody is loaded with Peshkut. It's just, oh, the... Have they invented brushing your teeth then? No. People don't brush their teeth now still, some people. Yeah, so you have hot, filthy That was on their fucking, on their mind. Big, smelly bushes. I get it while you were drunk, sir. I'm not saying... Yeah. You had to. The whiskey had to be strong. Yeah. I mean, well, it's probably like not made very well because like there's a guy on YouTube. Do you watch this guy? I think his name is Chubby Emu. And he tells you like this person drank this thing. And six hours later, this is what happened to their kidneys. A man drank two liters moonshine in two hours. This is what happened to his eyes. And he just stands in front of the camera and tells you. No. Well, it's like he was he did one about still like liquor. This guy had started stilling his own like uh, he's making moonshine moonshine. Now, if you ever watch them make moonshine, it's that they always you always say there's the heads and the tails and you got to yeah. get rid of you got to get the mids because the heads and the heads is is uh, what's the alcohol you can't drink? Is it ethyl alcohol? Ethyl. ethyl yeah. Something yeah, like it's, that. It's, yeah. So whatever the alcohol is, you can't drink. It's loaded with that. So you're drinking essentially gasoline and that like basically will shut your whole body down. So that's probably so you have like liquor, not probably manufactured particularly well. It's stink. Everybody's got a gun. Everybody's angry because it's hot and they're drunk. That's a nightmare. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it's a tough place to live. And everybody, said, what's, what's your time. reward? Somebody pulls their pants down. You got a big, filthy, hairy bush in you front of you. Big whiff or something. Big Ugh. whiff. 
<laughs> oh, I feel oh, that heat coming off it. <laughs> I still, it's still radiating, radiating heat. Yeah, I said that was an amazing Axe heat and it steak. Really was. <laughs> How they got there, like people when they, they, you know, the pioneers that came over from uh, Europe, like they didn't. There was no fucking travelocity. They just got on a boat. Yeah, and it was like oh, I'm gonna take everyone I know, and we're just gonna get on this boat and just go to this place. Yeah. We're gonna go there, and hopefully, if we hopefully don't die, we if the elements, there. these untamed elements, and whatever fucking wild animals, there's a lot of wild animals at this time. Sure, the people who are indigenous to this land are also kind of pissed off, so they might yeah. just kill you just for spite. Right, they might be a little welcoming at first, but once they see the second boat come up. <laughs> yeah, you know, the first boat they might be like, hey, right. this. we got some business. The second boat, so they start they're taking they're taking couches right. off it. They're like, yeah, these guys are. <laughs> whoa, what are you doing with that oh, dress? How long do you think you're staying? Right. <laughs> are, you sell, are, you, are you selling that? <laughs> oh man, so yeah, so it just sucks. So I do sympathize with everybody in that sense, but the show's telling talking about something topical at the time, and it's like, so the guy killed the the guy got drunk on his wagon and killed a little girl. Drunk driving. It's essentially drunk driving. Drunk and you raced your wagon down that street. And what you did to that poor little girl. Ah! How is it drunk driving if the horse is driving? Probably had a wagon. Yeah, but he's not pulling it. The horse ain't drunk. Hmm. It kind of falls apart. Maybe the horse, he got the horse <laughs> drunk. Maybe he got the, he gave the horse beefarino like in that episode of Seinfeld. It started farting like Tracy. <laughs> I'm so keen on beefarino. What a delicious cuisino. Fit for king and queen Yeah, eat up. I got 34 more cans. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I mean, if you, you've got to control those things, it's like you remember yeah, what happened to Clara horses. Clayton. Her horses got spooked. She almost went off the That's Eastwood true. Ravine, Shonash Ravine, which became Eastwood Ravine, but it was a bit Clayton Ravine. After all, Miss Clayton almost ended up at the bottom of Clayton Ravine. Holy shit, hey, Doc. Thanks, folks. Uh, thanks, folks. So the father and his, like, I guess his little sister or his daughter. I don't know who that little girl was. I kind of um, checked out at this point. Yeah, I stopped caring. I think it was his little sister. Yeah, and the father comes out and says, hey, listen, else. he's not a bad kid, which is what a father does. It's like, father, take Estrellita home. They will hurt you if you stay here. Please go home now. Go home, old man. Make your prayers and make your wishes. Luis is right. You'll do no good here. You never been drunk, Mr. Sheriff. You never felt such misery rising in you that salvation seemed to look at you from only out of a bottle. Now, here's the thing. They're supposed to be Mexican. So I thought would be a better idea is to, like, make a story about institutional racism where they're coming down harder on him for something. I think that's the obvious place you go. Right. Like yeah. they're coming down because of his ethnicity. And that that would in, that would make me feel bad. It's like, no, you just I don't give a fuck who you are. You're you're drunk who killed somebody. And this is like my personal feelings about that. It's like, listen, I more than anything else in my adult life. The people I've known who've died young have mostly died or have had their lives ruined from drunk driving. So I kind of it's kind of a sticking point with me. So I'm a little shitty about it. Like I I don't have sympathy for it. I really yeah. don't because I, it's like I see what it could do to people's lives. Forget about killing you. It could really fuck your life up, like take away whatever life that you were going to have because of drunk yeah. driving. So and I'm sure people who do it feel terrible, but that's not really what we're talking about. It's like it's just like if it's like, listen. If you drive drunk, you shouldn't say, I'm sorry. It's like, it should be okay after that. It's like, listen, you should accept. And this is why it's like, listen, and I'll be honest. When I was younger, I used to drive drunk. I, we all did it. We all Probably did it a little twice. Bit. We all did it a little bit. We all said, hey, I've had a few, but it's okay. 
I wouldn't do it now. I hate to make this a PSA. This is crack. But I wouldn't do it now. Not even because, like, listen, you could be the best driver when you're drunk. It's not a point. If an accident happens, even if it's not your fault, that's the game. Yeah. Game it's on. not worth it. Not worth it. So I hate to like be preachy about it, but it's kind of a it's it's one of those things that I really can't have sympathy for. If I killed somebody drunk driving, whatever the family wants to do to me, whatever want the, the just like the justice wants to do to me, fine. It's because that's what it is. Right. I it's sorry, I, I can't have sympathy. So the episode's asking you to feel sympathy for him. And I'm sorry, I just can't. I think it's like misguided. Give your local drunk drunk driver a hug today. Show him some mercy. It's like like, no, yeah, no, fuck <laughs> no. this guy. He killed no, a kid. I'm sorry, and not even like he didn't kill like a man, he killed the fucking child, right? Right? It's like it wasn't an adult, it was a kid. Like, you took and like that's it, like you took a child's life for that. I'm sorry, I can't feel bad for that. And I was making you de- I was, to have a cocktail because oh, I was having a tough day. It's just like life oh. sucks, and it's like I lost my job. It's like, listen, shit's tough all over. I'm sorry, it did. Listen, I want made- I want. I want to kill kids like the next guy, but I have no problem with killing kids. God, I dream about it every day. Like- <laughs> But that's my choice, not the boozes. (laughs) That's what it is. I don't respect this guy because he had to get drunk to kill a kid. Why? Why waste such a good opportunity? Uh, That's too much. Hold up. So then the father comes and like asks for, you know, some kind of clemency. It's like, hey, he didn't mean it. And they're like, listen, it is what it is. So this is named Sykes is like going to have a he's having a little bit of a chuckle to himself. He's like, hey. Here's some magic dust. He sells it to the little girl. He's like, here, here's some magic dust. You tell your papa, I want to help him. You tell him that his coin is no good, is worthless, but that I have a magic dust that turns hate to love. But it is very, very precious, very expensive. I mean, he's a scumbag for that. I mean, that's not right. Come on. So he gives it to the grandfather and they're about to hang him. And he's like, look, magic dust, magic dust. And they're like, get out of here. You must pay heed to the magic now. You must stop all of this and pay heed to the magic. 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 You must pay heed to the magic. All of you. <laughs> they drop the floor out of the hanging thing. They dro- What do they call that? The noose, uh, the hangman's, uh, something. Yeah, something. Uh, that's an interesting spectacle. I, I, the, it's amazing. We only stop do public hangings is have not stopped being a thing until relatively recently in American history. Public hangings were a thing till like a long time, but, but like later than you thought they would be. Let's see. When did public hangings end? The last public hanging was August 14th. My Frank. birthday. Holy moly. It must be my birthday. 1936. Wow. In Owensboro, Kentucky. That's less than 100 years ago. In the parking lot to avoid damaging the lawn of the courthouse. Oh, beautiful. On your birthday. On my birthday. birthday. Oh, that's beautiful. Happy birthday. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsors. Since I came here 15 years ago, girls have been in my head. Walk me through the specifics of the case. Patty, Catherine, Olivia, Hope, Fiona, Veronica, Juliet. You have this way of taking things to the edge. Just leave it alone. But what I need to do is to lend a voice to these lost girls. When you walk with the devil, he won't let you go so easy. 
You rob the spark and punish the innocent because he can't stand you. Vida, a muerte, I'm so tired. Familiar, familiar. Let it out! that leo energy he got hung with (laughs) so he sprinkles the magic dust they drop the door the floor rather and uh the rope snaps but it's a new rope that sykes just sold him and he's just like what it must they were like wait how could that be it's impossible it's like a miracle five strand hemp nobody could have broken it it couldn't have gotten broken what about it mr canfield Mrs. Canfield. Oh, please, please, it's the magic. You cannot try to defeat the magic. Let's try it again. But they're like, well, put him back up. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> and uh, then the, the sheriff pleat, like says, listen. There are only two people here who have the right to ask for an eye for an eye. What about it, Mr. Canfield? This is the better enough death. No more today, John. No more. He killed our child. And part of himself while doing it. And he suffered enough. Sheriff Koch, there must be. There must be another hand in all of this for the rope to break like that. Another hand. Maybe. Maybe the hand of Providence. The father and the mom are like, yeah, right, let him go, I guess. And uh, Sykes is kind of left there. And he's like, and he's pondering what could have what could have done that. And then he sees the little kids, the, the little girl and a couple of her friends. And he's got the money he has from selling them the magic dust. And he's like, yeah, take it. And like, you know, he had a change of heart. Don't understand. Why? It must be magic. <laughs> That's what she is. Magic. <laughs> That's actually affecting. I actually did like, okay, that I liked. I liked his arc of having something. I just don't like how they got them there. Because it's, it's just a sticking point. If you would have picked literally anything else, if you would have picked like something where I could like, could you make it? It's like, well, he was drunk, so it's not his fault. It's like, that's no, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. That's kind of like what the argument. Well, he was drunk. It's just like, that's not what does that mean? There's this amazing scene in the first season of Mad Men where Don Draper is like uh, arrested for drunk driving mm. and the cop, the arresting officer is like, you just got pulled over for drunk driving. Do you have any idea what you got to deal with? That's a thirty dollar fine. And this is like 1963. Oh in New York. It's like, that's like what it was. It was like a finable yeah. thing until they like that. So I guess that's like kind of the public attitude. Then it was like, was it? Ah. Well, I mean, then they were probably just all drunk all the time to deal with the stink. Well, even like like we're talking about the West. We're talking about 1960. The stink was probably really bad then, too. Yeah, the stink is bad now. Son, some <laughs> the stink is bad now. So, like, could you imagine the stink? 1960 stink was pretty good because they didn't understand about like certain kinds of like you know, right? Fucking in there with a you know yeast infection. 
Nah. Oh. <laughs> they didn't know Pushkut. They didn't know Pushkut. They said I got Pushkut. I guess I just got to let my wait. leg rot. It's going to wait to this dampness fucking dry. They're all Ugh. wearing they're all wearing suits. Wool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not they didn't have breathable material. Like there wasn't like, you know, summer yeah. wear. It was just like you're wearing a dress. Or you're wearing a suit. It's 110 degrees. Well, I guess I got to put on my black suit again. It's like, what do you mean? Oh, you're in short pants. They used to mock you. You're wearing yeah. short pants. Look yeah, at this they, one. But then string you up. <laughs> they string you up. They would hang you for short pants back then. All right. That was more of an offense than, than, than the sting. Than the sting or, or child or, or manslaughter. Killer yeah. manslaughter. Ah, not wearing those short pants. So I, I I'm sorry if this episode was very preachy, but like, yeah, that it's a th- it's like literally one of the few things they could have picked that would just really irk me. I'm weird about certain things. It's just like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. Right. But that's the yeah. same thing. It's like you're supposed to feel bad for like uh, capital. Pun- maybe that's what it is. Like, is it worth killing the guy for? I don't know. Maybe it's maybe that's a good argument about capital punishment. I don't know. But whatever the pun, that's the only punishment they had in those days. The West just hangs. Yeah. It's like, well, we it's easier. <laughs> I'm up. Well, it's either that or build a jail in this fucking heat or build a prison in this yeah, heat. We're not doing, doing that. I ain't doing it. So you got to go. So I don't know. It was it's I feel bad that these last two episodes were kind of bummers. The next yeah. episode, though, I looked ahead. Uh, should be more fun. Yeah. But like these last two episodes, the, the prisoner uh, from this episode, looked like the guy from Airplane. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Which one? The main guy. Robert Hayes? Yeah, kind of. flew single-engine fighters in the Air Force, but this plane has four engines. It's an entirely different kind of flying, altogether. It's, it's an, an entirely, entirely different, different kind of flying. flying. That's what I thought it was at first. <laughs> no. What a pisser. That guy didn't take off. You'd think he would. He's so good in that movie. Yeah. you think he would have had, like, a, like, in my mind, he's a star from yeah, that, that movie. It. But that's it. He he's in that. Else, right? The only other thing I've ever seen him in outside of Airplane is in Raw Justice. A movie with Pamela Anderson. Oh, my and, God. Uh, yeah, it's it's this really bad, like, exploitation action film where she just had and the whole movie is just an excuse to get her naked. Every scene is like a reason to get her naked, which I'm not opposed to. I'm not saying I'm not judging that. I'm just yeah. saying it's just like, but it was schlock, like straight to cable schlock. Mm. And it's like, what happened? Robert Hayes. He was good. He's really good. Like funny. Yeah, He's the he only kinda, one. Who he fell apart after that. Airplane was really it. Okay, three episodes from now. Oh, dude, we got four. Like, okay. Three. I mean, we had a great run up until these last couple. Yeah. Um. So we got two more episodes. One I know is pretty okay. The next one I don't know anything about except that it's shot on video. But after that, three episodes from now is The Invaders, mm. which is a stone uh, classic, Yeah. which I'm actually really dreading talking about. Why? Because, well, I'll, I'll tell you right now and I'll, I'll I'll don't worry, I'll bring it up again. But because every episode I could cover just so you know how this show's edited, I'll usually find a part where I'm being incomprehensible or stammering uh, a lot. I get or, I know why. And I could I could patch it up with episode audio. Peter Sykes. Yeah, like that's the trick. I realize that's the trick. Ain't got none in this one. There is no dialogue. So there's going to be no clips to pull. Except at the very end, I think I'm going to have to pull. I could pull Sterling's narration. Yeah. And then the last screaming. (laughs) She's just grunting and screaming the whole episode. So that's going to be tough. I've been dreading this episode since we since we started this show. I'm like, oh, boy, there's there's another episode coming up after that that I'm nervous about, too, because it's another silent one. But the silent ones make me nervous because it's just like I got to be really make I'm going to like really be like careful with my note taking that one because 
there's there's not much room to breathe. Like there's no room for me to fuck up. It's like ah, I could just patch it up with some episode audio. No, you can't. Penis size. Penis size. When we come back, hopefully we'll all be back together to tra- like that was Twilight Zone. Yeah, and uh, it was good. You can see how far, how much we hated the episode by how far. I, the dude, I, I just I'm looking at the clock, just trying to get it to dirty. Like I was really bummed. I was really genuinely like, upset with like the the their the choice of crime that he committed. Like if he, if he robbed something, or like uh, give me uh, anything else. Even if he shot, like he was like he was he was poor. He was drunk. He robbed the guy. And he accidentally shot them and wounded them, and they're gonna hang him. Like something. Yeah. It's just like not drunk driving, hitting a killing a girl. Cause that's literally the worst thing in my mind. It's one of the worst things you could do. All right. So cross on the green, not in between. Cross on the green. Remember that commercial? Yes. Peter Sykes. And now, Mr. Serling. In this rather posh club, you'll see a group of men argue a somewhat metaphysical subject like time travel. One of them maintains it's possible to go back in time, make a few changes in history, and as a result, do quite a job on the present. In this case, the assassination of one Abraham Lincoln. Next week, a story called Back There. I'd like you all to come with us. I think you'll find it a most exciting journey. Thank you and good night.